we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It is called Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Toledano. It is an insider look at the NBA and the culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on hot topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. So check out Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Moments like seeing my son's team cheer him on mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that has spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, palbociclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR-positive HER2-negative NBC as the first hormonal-based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. iHeartRadio, now number one for podcasting, presents Sunday Night Podcast. Every Sunday, we play one of the most played and most listened to and most shared podcasts of the week from the 250,000 podcasts available in the free iHeartRadio app. Find your next favorite podcast on iHeartRadio. This week, it's The Breakfast Club 30. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God, Tess as well. She's been here the last two days, so you part of the breakfast. Yes! We got some special guests joining us today. Tess is back again, and we also have Nadia Hall Green. Welcome. Thank you. And of course, attorney Ben Crump, who has a new documentary called Civil that's out June 19th. Well, good morning, guys, and thank you for joining us. Hey, good thank morning. you, King, for having us. Now, for people that don't know, break down what is civil, what it's about, and tell us all about it. 
Certainly, Angela Yee, I am always in awe of you, so I say that publicly. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Silver is a Netflix documentary coming out on Juneteenth. Uh, it was directed by the young, brilliant director, Nadia Hallgren, mm-hmm. uh, this uh, African... Puerto Rican, <laughs> all kind of flavors in there. Mm-hmm. Give it up for Nadia. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. coming also. Yeah. Yeah. And yes, she did man. Ida's Fighting Words, Ida Rodriguez. Yes, yeah. thank you so much. Mm-hmm. I mean, she is it. Her vision is so incredible. I mean, it followed me for 18 months during a pandemic where we had not heard of George Floyd mm. when they started filming. We had heard of Ahmaud Arbor, but hadn't heard of Breonna Taylor mm-hmm. at the time. And she is capturing all this footage intensely while we're dealing with these families and so many other things like banking while black, environmental racism, fighting for the black farmers, doing and she more than anybody else just understood the moment. This isn't just a documentary for today. This is a documentary as Kenya Barris and I, who's the producer, uh, created Black and said, this is a documentary for our children yet unborn. Mm. I'm so glad you're here because there was a call that we got. I don't know if you were here, Envy, last week, but somebody called in. They were talking about Larry Nassar and how there's this lawsuit against the FBI because of Larry Nassar and how they knew about the cases against him, but they didn't act on it. And somebody called in and they were like, well, this is disgusting. What what is money going to do? Why do victims need money if they're truly victims? And this is just a money grab. So I know this is something that you as a civil rights attorney can speak to. So I would love for you to talk about that when people try to say, oh, they're just trying to get some money or he's just chasing money and trying to fatten his wallet. I try not to listen to the haters much because I understand my mission. My queen, Tess, she say, no, you got to go back out on Crump. I'm like, I, I don't have the time because I'm so focused on the mission. The mission is trying to say to people psychologically and consciously to American society that, no, no, we matter. We deserve equal justice. When you have a wrong against us, we have a right not only based on the Seventh Amendment of the United States Constitution, but just based on common sense. We have a right to send the message that you can't do this to us and get away with it. I'm representing a lot of black and brown people in Los Angeles County at McLaurin Hall, which was a children's shelter in Los Angeles for 50 years. Mm -hmm. Black and brown children were being raped and sexually molested, and the county just looked the other way. It's been all these years, and now California, because of things that were happening in Boy Scouts and Catholic, the Catholic Church said, we're going to give you three years. Anybody who was molested in those things when you were seven or eight years old, you have a right to come forward. Think about those people. Yeah, the only thing you can get is money. You can't go back and give them their innocence back. But when you have that civil compensation, it makes the county pay. It makes the corporations pay and those type of things. And like we say on the trailer of civil, if anything America understands, it's It's money. Capitalism. It's capitalism 101. And when you start making people pay, then they change their conduct or you keep going until it becomes financially prohibited. 
for them to be able to afford to treat black people and brown people like second class citizens. Now I, let me chime in on that though, right quick, because he gave you the Martin the the. Wait, I always say I'm Malcolm and he's Martin. Tess, before you go, yeah, because you know you I'm about to go there on the Monday. <laughs> thing. I want you yeah. to go there because a lot of times people yeah. don't have the knowledge, right? So sometimes yeah. people call here or I see articles and they say Attorney Benjamin Crump is an ambulance chaser, right? He chases just to make money or to fatten his pockets, right? And when Tez came up here, she spoke so eloquently about. Yeah. You don't solicit anybody. Yeah. People have to reach out to you. And many times people reach out to certain other attorneys or other, other anywhere, anybody else, and nothing gets done. Yeah. And they don't see it get done to, until you step on the stage. 500 now, calls a day. So now, yeah. you, now, now talk your Yeah, yeah I'm about to talk my <laughs> So, yeah, so to the Dumbos in the comments, I'm speaking directly to them. And again, this is not a reflection of Attorney Crump. These are my own statements. When people say it's not about it's all about the money, first of all, that makes no sense. Only five percent of attorney Crump's cases are police brutality. That's number one. Nobody talks about the hundred million dollar lawsuits that he's been able to get for folks who are alive and well. The six hundred million dollar lawsuits he's been getting alive and well. America or any government has never paid uh, for the value of black life. And so I find it amazing that the same people in the comments that will sue McDonald's for a slip and fall feel that it is not it makes no sense if <laughs> someone takes point. your life and you feel that that family should not deserve compensation for their children that's been left behind what are they supposed to do exchange roman noodles like in the pen <laughs> the only thing we have is the money compensation but to ignore the fact that attorney crumb pushes for the criminal uh punishment to ignore the fact that policy actually comes out of these cases when you talk about the brianna taylor law when you talk about the andrew uh, andre hill law yeah. when you talk about 100 cities that have now enacted police reform since the murder of george floyd it has been because Attorney Crump and, and a few others, and I'm saying a few just to be generous, have brought these cases to light. There are billions of dollars every year that are settled based on police brutality. I ask people, why is it that your local attorney and your hometown never wants to take these cases? Why is it? It's not certainly not for lack of advertisement. Every commercial you hear every day is if you've been injured in an accident, yeah. if you've been in an accident. So why don't they take those cases, Angela? That's the question I mm -hmm. ask people. Why don't you see them? Well, the answer is in which you point this out in the film. They do not want to upset their DA. They don't want to upset the governor. They don't want to upset their chief of police. They do not want to be blackballed and send the death threats for pennies. And I'm going to say this and, and I'll be quiet. When you look at these cases that Attorney Crump takes or any civil attorney, these cases take years, two, three, four, five, six years. You don't earn a dollar. So I would ask anybody in the comments, are you willing to work for 40 hours a week for three, four years straight? Maybe, maybe not get compensation at the end. It just makes zero sense. It doesn't add up. The math doesn't math. So when you hear those comments, ambulance chasing, no, everybody say that to us, their loved one in the ambulance. I'll use one story, my Robert, a case I worked on in 2015. The stepfather, Mom Robert, said, do not, I don't want Ben Crump, because the family called me first because their son was being dragged all through the media. They called me first. He said, I don't want Ben Crump. I don't want none of that coming down because he's an ultra conservative. Mm -hmm. Tulsa, Oklahoma, ultra conservative, black man, but a conservative. But once his 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 son got started getting dragged in the media, then it was, can you call attorney Crump? Because nobody was willing to stand and change the narrative. The narrative that is changed in the media affects the jury. It affects right. how they make those decisions. And so now, seven years later, Later, they're passing the Monroe Bird Law, and that's the stuff that people don't keep up with. The free iHeartRadio app has over 250,000 podcasts to explore. <laughs> yes, this yes, is yes, the Breakfast yes, Club yes, 30, yes. part of Sunday Night Podcast on iHeartRadio. We're still kicking it with Attorney Benjamin Crump. 
Teslin Figaro and Nadia Hall Green. Did that and discourage you at all? Yeah. Like, no matter what, you out there to do good, right? Yeah. And then, so when you got people and people that look like you that you're fighting for and they go at you, does that discourage you at all? Envy, I try to be a student of history. Thurgood Marshall is my personal hero. Martin and Malcolm, these are the people I emulate. People don't understand that they were hated mostly by black people. Mm. You know, we have this revisionist history now that everybody loved them. But when they were at their peak, they were the most hated people in America by both white and black people. And so I always try to remember that and say, God, I know what mission you put on my shoulders. And I'm going to use these blessings, these influences to try to affect a better world for our children. And I'm never discouraged by anything, as we said in the film, don't be a spectator. If you feel you mm -hmm. can do something, get in the arena. The easiest thing in the world to do is to sit home and be a critic and don't do anything else. The hero is the person who puts themselves out there, risks their reputation, their family safety, and even their life, and say, this is about more than just me. We have these banking while black cases mm -hmm. where we have recovered millions, hundreds of millions of dollars for black people. Mm -hmm. Over 200 million to be exact. <laughs> Let's put the number out there so they can know in the comments. And, and it's, it's so <laughs> astonishing to me, Envy and Angie, that people will say, oh, it's just about the money. What do you think banks and corporations are doing things for? Are they doing it just for uh, charity? Are they doing it just because they had nothing better to do? No, they're doing it for the money. And so when we take on Wells Fargo, who we're currently fighting now because they were denying black people mortgages during a pandemic where the government had gave an opportunity. And I digress. I got to say this, y'all. Absolutely. During the pandemic, because they were worried about the economy, the government gave historic incentives to uh, decrease the interest rate for home loans lower than they had been in 75 years. Mm -hmm. Y'all understand, for poor people, middle-class people, the quickest way to uh, gain wealth and equity is to be able to purchase a home and pass something on to your children and their children. That's how you get wealth accumulated. Well, even with all of this, Wells Fargo was denying black people white people were getting incredible incentives to increase their wealth by saying you got a two percent interest rate you might save a million to two million dollars just because you were able to refinance they said no to black people and so now i can worry about the negroes in the comments so i can go say no wells fargo you probably stopped black people from getting a billion dollars in equity so guess what Ben Crump gonna do? Mm -hmm. I don't care what you say, I'm going to get those black people that billion dollars. But well, Nadia, yeah. let's let's talk to you, because this is a yeah. spicy room, if you haven't seen yeah, this. Yeah, right? I see, I see. I'm the filmmaker the corner, as always. So, so let's talk about, you know, you directing this, and what made you want to do this film? Like, most of us, I was sitting home during that time when everything was happening in America, the pandemic, George Floyd's murdered, and I'm like, I'm a filmmaker, I need to be out there doing something. And then I get a call from Kenya Barris, and he's like, I've been working on something with Ben Crump. We want to make a documentary. Do you want to get involved? So grabbed the camera and just got on the road with Ben. And I just knew that this was a moment to document history and what was happening in America. And you also show Ben Crump's family, his mom. Yes. Um, now, why was that important in framing this story? One thing I thought was so special when I met Attorney Crump was 
just who he is as a person, as an individual, his his values, you know, at the highest standard and where that came from. That Was is, that hard for you to expose that part of your life? Because that's not something you ever do. It is very hard to expose your personal life. Mm -hmm. uh, I will say this. My mom was here at the Tribeca uh, Film Festival premiere, and we, we grew up in the projects. My mother raised me and my two brothers and her baby brother working two jobs. I mean, doing everything for us. And uh, it was so beautiful for my mother to see what she did. Mm -hmm. I mean, a standing ovation. And then out in Times Square, they got... Netflix really has invested in this uh, movie and they have a billboard 80 foot off the ground on 42nd and Broadway and for my mama to say we started in the projects and now we're here I mean it's just a testament to a strong black woman absolutely who's saying I won't let this world destroy my children mm -hmm. and so my mom and my wife my daughter everybody yeah. in this film they just kept it real. They ask, kept it too real. How's your family deal with it? Because it's, it's, you know, it's like anything else. I mean, if you could just take all the, the, the negativity, it's all good, but it bleeds into your wife. It bleeds into your kids. And then, you know, Tez was talking uh, the other day about the death threats. Yeah. So, so how, do you, how, how does your family deal with it? How are they okay? It, it's hard. Obviously, as adults, we understand what we're doing. My nine-year-old daughter watched the film for the first time yesterday. And she said, Daddy, you got a death threat? And she was very concerned about it. Nine years old. And so we had that conversation about, baby, Daddy's out here fighting for you to have a better world. And sometimes people don't want to see our black children have an equal opportunity mm -hmm. at life. We have to fight for our rights. We can never take stuff for granted. Mm -hmm. And she was like, but you didn't do anything wrong. Mm. I said, baby, I know that. And you will learn that some people feel that they're superior to us because the color of their skin. And that's always a difficult conversation to have with young people because they want to see the best in the world. She was asking me questions. Man, she is terrified by these school shootings. I think we all are. For your children mm -hmm. to have to deal with that trauma, what happens, Daddy, if it happens in our school? You know, so we talk about those things. I think about how my wife, my brothers, everybody, in their mind, they are prepared that it could happen and we have to protect your family when you're on the road so much. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're constantly checking on them and everything. And that's the other side that Tez was talking about. My law partners, now, we don't make that much money doing police brutality. We make our money from doing mass torts and class action work, stuff that, you know, is going up against these corporate titans. Mm -hmm. This police brutality, civil rights work, is something you do because you care. Right. Nobody does civil rights work to get rich. Right. It's the least profitable division in my law firm. I pray so much that we can close down the police brutality division of the Ben Crump law firm because then that would mean Trayvon will get to live because somebody then profile him. Ahmaud Aubrey. I mean, all these young black people in the film Nadi has a part in a 15-year-old, an 18-year-old, and a 19-year-old in a week's time all get killed by the police 
completely unjustified. But if we could somehow have them look at our children like they look at their children, mm -hmm. then our children would get to live. And that's what I pray for, man. That's what I'm fighting. I've made enough money. I, I, I'm going to be okay. My law firm would rather I just stop doing the civil rights. they like, you did enough, Crump. We can make money a lot easier and more of it if you would just quit doing this civil rights work. But I'm like, then I would be selling out my soul. Mm -hmm. No, it's about fighting for our children, man. iHeartRadio. For podcast discovery, this is The Breakfast Club 30. Here we go. Your chance to hear the biggest trending podcast each week from the free iHeartRadio app. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure 
it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. <gasps> what? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to talk about and go through all the things that are sometimes difficult to process alone. We're going to go over how to regulate your emotions, diving deep into holistic personal development, and just building your mindset to have a happier, healthier life. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? And basically have conversations that can help us get through this crazy thing we call life. I already believe in myself. I already see myself. And so when people give me an opportunity, I'm just like, oh great, you see me too. We'll laugh together, we'll cry together and find a way through all of our emotions. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Kicking it with attorney Benjamin Crump. Teslin Figaro and Nadia Holgren. So let me ask you a question. Now, Nadia is the director. What's the biggest takeaway you get out of this documentary? What I hope, Envy, is that when people watch this film, they have a much deeper, nuanced understanding of what life is like in our communities than they ever have before. And that they understand the work that Attorney Crump does. You know, something we spoke about earlier, just this idea that Civil law and criminal law are actually two different things. Right. And we were surprised in this film when we showed it to people and they, they didn't understand it. So just to give people a basic understanding of how the, the law works as well. So it's an educational tool. Yeah. But it's really for, to bring people in and show behind the scenes of what these cases are really like. Other outside of the press conferences and the news cycle. Taz, you want to curse anybody out? Uh, anything no, else? You I don't think I want to curse anybody out. I just think I'll just echo, you know. Yeah, uh, can I say this before sure. you say the final word? It, it is important that people understand civil law and criminal law yeah. because the prosecutors, I think, intentionally sometimes lose these cases. We have never lost a police brutality case, but people sometimes can't distinguish the two. And so I think Nadia does a good job of reminding people what we should have learned in seventh grade civics class, that the government is the only people who can prosecute you and put you in jail. And then the Seventh Amendment says if you've had a wrong that you believe has been put upon you, you have a right to sue them. Mm -hmm. And if the jury agrees with you, you are entitled to compensation. And the law has some reason for that because they don't want people trying to solve their disputes in the street by shooting and killing one another. No, no. You come to the court of law, and if a jury agrees, then the only thing we can give you is monetary damage. That's the accountability. That is the accountability. And before Tess gives her final word, I do want to say that I know you've been inspired by Thurgood Marshall and you speak on it all the time, but I feel like after seeing this, kids will be inspired by you. And that's the thing that will make the next generation want to become active, become attorneys, become civil rights attorneys and make sure that they do what's right. Absolutely. We appreciate you. 
Thank you. Taz, you okay? Taz, 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 I'll close this. It's you, Taz. I drank a sip of the positivity water, so I will leave on a positive note in me. Start encouraging me to be cuss folks out. I will say this, and I talked about this in uh, my last Breakfast Club interview on my Push the Line training that's coming up, Politics Until Something Happens. I want to give a quick shout out to Tex66. 866 push the line to 66866 what is that about it is about getting in the fight what people should get from this documentary at the end is Ben Crump says get into the arena I know who I am and I know whose I am and what does that really mean you got three ways to get involved now you can just be in the comments or you can get involved on the criminal side Mm -hmm. to push for that folks get arrested Mm -hmm. to push to end qualified immunity like what happened in New York City by the way like what happened in Colorado by the way you can talk about uh, making sure folks get arrested you can talk about the protest side you can talk about the punitive damages side which is what attorney Crump does or you can talk about the policy which is what I talk about which is one over 100 cities have passed some level of police reform that nobody talks about we still have to push on the federal level for the george floyd justin policing act but over 100 cities have made some difference the bottom line is you have every opportunity to be involved my logo push the line it has each person pushing one pushing the p the u the s and the h nobody's paying attention to what's going on beside them there's a child on the side that is watching with their fist up watching what it is that we're doing so you can push or you can talk in the Bible, whether you are believing, I'm only talking to the believers. Mm. It says that at the end, you know, we talk about who's the goat, who's the goat, who's the goat, who's the greatest of all time. We love throwing that around in hip hop. But in the end, there is going to become a time where the goat will be separated from the sheep. What is the sheep? People say the sheep is who follows and who does what man does. But in the word of God, it says that the sheep is about the shepherd's business. Mm. So you are either going to be about for the least of these. Mm. Are you going to be one of the goat? That are not here to serve those who have been in prison, to serve those who have been disenfranchised, to serve those who have been marginalized. And when it's time to make that accountability, and if if I'm wrong, then I don't have nothing to worry about. If I just disappear into existence, fine. But what if I'm right, DJ Envy? Mm. If I'm right, there's going to be the question, what did you do? And the answer won't be, well, I was in the DM. I told Ben he should do this. I told Tessa she should. What did you do for the least of these? You've been challenged right now to do something. One of those three, four things. Don't worry about what Ben doing. Get in the arena and get your squab on. It's plenty of people that's talking from the stands. We talked about that Friday. Everybody at the game. But guess what? We don't all play the same position. Mm. I've never once seen LeBron James turn around to the stands and say, what y'all think I should do? Should I go this? (laughs) (laughs) Attorney Crump got to focus on playing the game. Mm. And then you got people like me that's on the sideline, on the bench, cheering them on. Let's go, let's go, let's go. I was a cheerleader all through school. My job was to say, let's go, but to also challenge at the same time, say, Attorney Crump, I don't really like that. I'm not feeling that. But I'm on the court in the game. So if you just in the stands, talking you just understands talking let's start walking and let's be about our business there Peace. you go civil is out this sunday father's day june 19th juneteenth definitely check it out and we appreciate you guys for joining us you hashtag civil and twitter and there's only can. one phone call that when they call we always come to work and open up and that's when attorney benjamin crump calls it doesn't matter if we on vacation <laughs> if it's a pandemic if none of the workers if, if, if angelie's out I'm out, Charlamagne's out. You get here. Yeah. Hey, Avery, we Thank love you, King. We love you. Y'all are the voice for our people. Thank you. Thank, Thank you so you. much. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. I wanted to say that. <laughs> <laughs> Radio For podcast discovery, this is the Breakfast Club 30. Here we go. Your chance to hear the biggest trending podcast each week from the free iHeartRadio app. Charlamagne, say the gang. Don't get other day. Charlamagne. You are 
a donkey. <laughs> it's time for Donkey of the Day. Donkey of the Day does not discriminate. I might not have the song of the day, but I got the donkey of the day. So if you ever feel I need to be a donkey, man, <laughs> hit me with the heat. Hit me with the heat. It's a breakfast club, bitches. Who's Donkey of the Day today? Salute to Bun B, man. Uh, donkey of the Day goes to 68-year-old Sheila Downey of Memphis, Tennessee. Salute to everybody who listens to us on K97 in Memphis. Drop on the clues bombs for K97 in Memphis, Tennessee. We appreciate you. Now, how do you like your coffee? Common question a lot of people get asked. I've never been a coffee drinker. My wife is. Not my thing. I prefer a, a good ginger tea with some honey uh, as a pick-me-up in the morning. Or am I a Carviva sports drinker? Uh, one of the two. I'm actually sitting here deciding which one I want right now. Uh, but I respect all coffee drinkers. Okay, a lot of y'all heard me ask, how do you like your coffee? And you answered, I like it black. Straight black, no cream or sugar. Some of y'all want cream and sugar. Some of y'all like a dark roast. Some of y'all like it half-calf, watered down because it makes you too jittery. A little okay. oat milk. A little oat milk, really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Some of y'all like a little lighter blonde roast. Some of y'all don't like the taste at all because it's too bitter. Some folks like putting a little salt in their coffee. Have you heard of that, G? Nope. Put a little salt in their coffee because it blocks the bitterness, all right? There's a lot of ways to drink coffee. Uh, personally, I don't dig it because I don't like the taste and... Someone not liking the taste of coffee is why Sheila Downey is in jail today. See, she had an 81-year-old husband, and her husband got into an argument with her over the taste of his coffee. Now, Angela Yee, you have a coffee business, right? Yes, coffee uplifts people. Coffee uplifts people. This is a story of coffee upsetting people, okay? If someone doesn't like the taste of their coffee, Yee, how do you handle it? Um, Try to get them a new one. That's simple, right? Yeah. I would think if someone didn't like the taste of that coffee, you would simply fix them another cup. When you're married, you would probably tell said person, fix your own damn coffee then. Okay, if you don't like the way I made it. Well, Sheila didn't either. Let's go to Fox 13 for the report, please. Well, it started over the taste of coffee, but now one man is dead and his wife has been charged with his murder. (laughs) Memphis police say Sheila Downey stabbed her husband to death yesterday at a home on Renwood Street. Now, before the victim died, police say he told them that the two got in an argument over the taste of his coffee. He says Downey got angry and tried to drink bleach. <gasps> That's when he tried to stop her. She grabbed the knife and then stabbed him multiple times. Police say that Downey originally drove away from the scene, but it was arrested when she returned. The best part of waking up my ass, okay? Imagine getting killed because waking you... Waking up your ass. I did not Whoa. say that. Okay, she said the best, best part, part of waking, of waking up, my, up ass. my ass. Y'all What's know what I meant. You know they say the best part of waking up is Folgers in your cup. Wow. I said the best part of waking up my ass. Y'all know what I meant. Wake up. Mm-hmm. Wake up that ass. All right. <laughs> you open the door. Wake up. The door's always open. <laughs> <laughs> As I was saying, okay, imagine getting killed. Because you didn't like okay. the taste of your coffee. Okay? And what if that coffee you was drinking was Death Wish? Do y'all carry that brand yet? No. Death Wish Coffee Company. All right, Death Wish Coffee Company better hope and pray this man wasn't drinking that brand because Lord have mercy, that would be a terrible promotion. Listen, one thing for sure, two things for certain. I would never let anyone who drinks bleach fix my coffee. Because if she can stand the taste of bleach, then clearly her taste buds are questionable. But the reality is, she was probably drinking the bleach because she wanted to kill herself. And when that didn't work, she got pushed to kill her husband. Look, man, let's be clear about something. Because we do this all the time in regards to humans. 
This woman, Sheila, didn't kill her husband over no damn coffee. Okay, when you get to the point where you kill someone over a cup of coffee, you reached your tipping point in life and with that person a long time ago. And Folgers had absolutely nothing to do with it, all right? This woman was clearly in pain. This woman was clearly hurting over something. This is why I tell y'all, constantly invest in your mental wealth, all right? Deal with your emotional health. Fix what's in your head, okay, and in your heart, all right? Your body is your temple. Your body is your house. And if you don't deal with what's in your mental wheelhouse, you can possibly possibly end up killing someone because of Maxwell House, all right? What's interesting about this is Sheila probably could have used a cup of coffee or a damn self. All right, a lot of folks' anxiety goes through the roof if they don't get their coffee in the morning, all right? My wife doesn't like to do anything, and she will have an attitude until she gets a cup of coffee. And there has been some research that shows coffee and caffeine may decrease anxiety symptoms. So Sheila probably need a, needed a cup of Seattle's best to take the edge off, all right? No matter how strong a person is, they always have a breaking point, and Sheila clearly reached her breaking point, and she will have to get the healing she needs in a state-sponsored facility for the rest of her life. And I would like to note that this situation completely makes the quote, a bad day with coffee is better than a good day without it, null and void. A bad day with coffee is better than a good day without it. That quote is null and void, and that is complete BS. Sheila's husband had a bad day. He got stabbed multiple times and later died with his coffee. I'm just here to make observations, people. Okay, everybody in line at Starbucks, Dunkin', and Yee Spot, coffee of flips, people, carry on. Please let Remy Ma give Sheila Downey the biggest hee-haw. Hee-haw, hee-haw, you stupid motherfucker! are you dumb? We still want to know what the best part of waking your ass up is. That's not what I said. How do you wake your ass up? said the best part of waking up my ass. All right? I don't even know why that sounds like that, but y'all know what I mean. You know when somebody says, like, such and such my ass? No, I don't know why. No, nobody such and such is my ass. I don't know what you're talking about. you are not going to gaslight me. You're not going to gaslight me this morning. It's not going to happen. We're not. We're not going to ask. We're not going to ask. You're not going to do it. I'm not going to let you do it. I'm not going to let you do it. I'm not going to let you gaslight me this morning. Nope. Got therapy today. Won't do it. That should be a good hashtag. All right, everybody, hashtag the best part of waking up my ass. Best part of waking up my ass. It's Charlamagne's favorite thing. Number waking up in no ass. That's not what. That's not what I said. We didn't even say that. That's what Envy just said. Envy, you just said that under your breath. I heard you, and everybody heard you. Rewind the tape. You just said that nope you kinky no this tape. morning bro ain't nobody kinky you t- the don't play gay bill will be bought into this studio this week what soon as i get the honorable judge soon as i get the honorable judge donnell rollins to notarize it there will be no more playing of gay in this room anymore okay hey! iHeartRadio sunday night podcast listen every week as we play a different podcast one of the most shared and most listened to in the free iHeartRadio app. This is where you'll hear the podcast people will be talking about this week. Hear all the episodes of The Breakfast Club 30 and over 250,000 others by downloading the free iHeartRadio app. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time we investigated the murder of Gail Katz, 
this time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. (laughs) People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one listen to a really good cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts Danielle Moody here host of the Woke AF Daily podcast we've been with iHeart for a year and what a year it has been as we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. That's right. 